must not be lulled by the concept that these are our family members or our friends. They are not. They will not respond to such emotion. What the hell is it? Looks like a shopping center. One of those big indoor malls. It's episode three of Watching Horror. I'm Jared, and across the table from me is my wife, Christina. Hello. 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 So, Christina's back from her bout with COVID, <laughs> and we're at the table. She made it. Again, the COVID. I don't have COVID. Your I didn't have COVID. thoughts and prayers helped. <laughs> Stop it. We were able to pull It's almost through. an insult to people who actually had COVID. <laughs> they could use the laugh. If you can't laugh at it, it's just going to make you cry, right? And it does. Yeah. Holy of... dear, the things I read. Oh, it really hits home. The New York Times had a one of those um, six word stories. Yeah. You know, tell a story in six words. Yeah. Ooh. Some of them were very lighthearted. And then they just, it was like one paragraph that just shot you like a gun in the head. Of course, yeah. In the heart, rather, not the head. Like a sneak um, attack, though. I'm sure it was a oh. lighthearted one, a few of them, and then it hits you with some oh, rip your gosh. heart out, six words. I'm, I won't even... Even though it's like the New York Times, it's not like it's anything horrid, but it's just sad enough where it's just not worth spreading. Yeah. But, uh, oof, yeah, it's rough. Well, that's a real upper to start it, huh? Yeah. All right. You know how I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if it's not COVID, uh, Christina having COVID. I didn't have COVID. You did? <clears throat> I had a bout of inflammation from my post-COVID existence. Same thing. So it's episode three. <laughs> and um, we're still finding our legs here, mm -hmm. I think. We're, it's going to take a little longer, I think. We're still trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. But we're getting there, I think. We're working it out. Yeah, we're working it out. It's like we're still beta testing it. Mm -hmm. And we're putting it out anyway. Mm -hmm. So whoever's listening to this is um, inadvertent. And forced beta testers. <laughs> you know, us. we're doing squats and lunges. We're not on burpees yet. You know right. what I'm okay. saying? That's where you. that's where we're at. We're working it out. I like it. But we I just, like it. you know, I think that's a good uh, that's a good analogy. We're not so, quite at the triceps area yet. We're just doing our biceps, girl push-ups, girl push-ups. Yeah. And okay. uh, what do you call those things? Lunges. lunges. Okay, nice. I like that analogy. That's good. Yeah. Okay, so we're still doing girl push-ups and squats and lunges. <laughs> And uh, so thanks for sticking it out and um, not laughing us. Getting over that hump, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smooth sailing after that. Hope. Say about four weeks. <laughs> four weeks? Oh, we're good after next week. A straight exercise? Yeah. So we're good after next week? Hopefully. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hi. <laughs> so um, for this week, we watched Dawn of the Dead. Um, the original, the 1960, I'm sorry, 1978 version. Um, it's well regarded among horror fans as being one of the greatest horror movies. Get out. It is regarded as being a, a horror classic at the very least. Sure. And a, a gold standard for zombie movies. <laughs> gold standard? Yeah. That movie? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that people get a little too precious with horror movies. Precious and pretentious <laughs> and other P words with horror movies. I don't know why. 
you know, other genres of movies don't, I don't think there's a real pretension when it comes to action movies, when it comes to romantic comedies, you know what I mean? People will watch whatever. Yeah. You know, but when it comes to horror movies, for some reason, there's a real, there's a, there's a bar that movies have to hit. And some movies are universally hit that bar, from the majority at least. I think, you know, we covered one of them, our first episode, The Exorcist, is considered like the highest bar by many. Hmm. Anything George Romero pre-1983, I think, hits that bar as well, you know. Um, I don't know why that's the case. But it is. I have an idea. Yeah. You have to remember that the time period for both of these movies is somewhat similar. They're both made in the 70s, right? They're both heavy for their time. George Romero introduced zombies to people. You know what I mean? Um, Not that like there had never been a zombie thing before George Romero, but he kind of um, turned it... Popularized He turned it into... Yeah, that's... I was... I don't know why I couldn't come up with anything better than turn it into a thing because you're still reeling from covid i'm not (laughs) i do feel bad for you uh having to probably deal with editing this episode with me and my coughing last week i edited out maybe close to 50 minutes (laughs) of me coughing not just you coughing wheezing (laughs) wheezing coughing (laughs) and other covid things Mm. yeah so there's that all right all right (laughs) fair enough (laughs) You asked. Uh, look. I didn't ask. You did. I apologized. Oh. <laughs> I said I'm sorry. <laughs> so now I'm the asshole. Okay. Where, where, what is happening right now? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> like I was saying, George Romero <laughs> popularized zombie movies. And uh, Dawn of the Dead was like, a, you know, it was like a full length movie that people could watch it was very full like christ this movie's long it's over two <laughs> yeah, hours i know yeah it's pretty Fuck. it's hard to it's a marathon yeah i found it to be difficult to pay attention the whole time george romero is considered a um you know it's legend status mm-hmm. you know and, and rightfully so in in the horror cult following yeah. oh for sure yeah for sure uh, and rightfully so I, I can't in good conscience take that away of course not. you no. know um, some of that stuff was pretty good for its yes. time. Yeah, you know what I mean. Some right. of those scenes where they're like eating the guts and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, you know, I did. I, I did kind of like ooh, curl my toes a little bit. See, and that's part you of know? it was a lot of the gore. So okay, <clears throat> let's get into it <laughs> if we haven't already. So, um, if you haven't seen this movie and you're listening to this podcast, I don't get it. But we do spoilers all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Come back or don't watch it. Don't listen or listen and don't watch it. I don't care. Either way. So if you haven't seen the movie, um, it's set after Night of the Living Dead. It's not a direct sequel, but it's in the same universe. So following Night of the Living Dead, zombies are swarming the United States. And this movie takes place in particular in Pennsylvania. So in Pennsylvania, a TV station, um, I don't even want to call him a news crew, but um, TV station pilot Stephen, also known as Flyboy throughout the movie, (laughs) really cheesy, Um, and his girlfriend Francine, who happens to be pregnant. By the way, can can we just talk about how unflyboy that guy is? Yes. Like I get that he flies the helicopter and all that stuff. Like there's a helicopter later on in the movie. Um, 
And I get that he like flies the helicopter, yeah. but like calling him Flyboy, it really irritates me because he could not be less cool. <laughs> He's really <laughs> he, not cool. It's hard. Not even that. Like oh, that's such a stupid way of putting it. But someone named Flyboy, you would expect to have a. a a shred of personality yeah he's you know what i'm wooden. saying at least yeah. that, that's kind of what i mean i, I, yeah. I don't mean for it to sound like cool um but you expect you know what i mean uh you expect someone named flyboy to have somewhat of a personality and that guy's like some sort of uh like cachet cachet yeah how's that he doesn't have it that's why you don't know <laughs> he doesn't have it you didn't see it oh yeah like no. Uh, uh, swagger? S- yes. Right? Yes. A little dip in his hip? A little, yes. Mm. A little swagger. Yeah. That's exactly the word. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't have it. No. Even though I've seen this movie before, we've both seen this movie before. We watched it again. That's what we do. We Even if we've seen it, we watch it again so we can talk about it. He looks just like if you had House, the TV doctor guy, and Iggy Pop, and if you <laughs> mushed their faces together... <laughs> And you took out everything good about those two people, you'd have <laughs> Stephen Flyboy. Everything cool about those two people. Yeah. If there is anything cool about House, the guy's just like a dickbag no, kind of through a, and through. Yeah. It. Yeah. So all the cool comes from Iggy Pop. <laughs> so that sucked out. Yeah, and that's a lot of cool because yeah. I'm I'm gonna go on record. Um, Iggy Pop is the single coolest fucking person on the planet. Hmm. Alive or dead. Sorry. You don't have to apologize. It's not. I'm not going out. You're probably right. I'm definitely right. Um, (laughs) And I'm really not going out on a limb when I say that. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah. So, Stephen, (laughs) Flyboy, and his girlfriend, Francine. um, (laughs) Flyboy and Francine. I didn't notice that. No, the other way. Francine and Flyboy. Oh. Man, that's terrible. Fancy Flyboy. Fancy Flyboy? Fancy Flyboy. I like it. Um, Flancine. Flancine? Oh, my God. So, Flancine, <laughs> that's their celebrity couple name, um, meet up with two SWAT renegade officers, Roger and Pete, and they try to escape into the Canadian wilderness. Um, but they stop at the mall before, you know, via a helicopter, they stop at a mall. They stop at a mall. Yeah, well, a pit stop, they need to, re- they need to get some supplies. Um, they stop at a mall, and... Zombie fun ensues. Oh. That's how the movie goes. So, sorry, you made it sound like they just like made a pit stop. Well, they did. That was no, the intention. No, they like lived there for well, a while. Yeah. Okay, we know that. Um, but when they stopped there, they weren't intending to stop and live there. They were just stopping there to get supplies. Right. They went up staying there because they're Americans, and American consumerism is running rampant as the rise of the mall is coming up. In 1978, social commentary. So, excuse me. No. Listen, I'm not going to be able to hold in the coughing. There's just no way to do it. So then, there's no way that you can tell me that it's not COVID. Then, <laughs> so, if you can COVID. accept the fact that you're corroded and have the cooties, <laughs> I might be corroded and have the cooties. Hmm. I, I I I don't want anyone to think that I I'm one of those people that doesn't believe that COVID exists. <clears throat> I had it. Um, so <laughs> just because I'm sitting here going, I don't have it twice. <laughs> Get out of here. I didn't have COVID again. That's not COVID. It's my lungs acting up because I had COVID, but it's, I, I don't know. I feel like I would say that the third time I've had to mention that. It sounds like something somebody with COVID would say. 
my point <laughs> is that I don't want anyone to misconstrue that as me being one of those people um, that doesn't believe that COVID is a real thing. I, I believe it. At this point, are there still people who think that yeah. that's not real? You'd be shocked. I watched these. Wait, eight um, months in now? Karen, uh, there's this YouTube channel. I guess I guess this is going to end up being a shout out, but there's a YouTube channel I think called Karen's in the Wild. Oh yeah, you showed me that. Yeah, I watch it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Karen's in the Wild. <laughs> great, great, great YouTube channel, and just uh, it's just a uh, you know videos that people submit of you know Karen sightings. Um, Karen sightings. That's what the guy even says. It's great. His commentary is um, pretty great. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. And I like the monotone, you know, voice. It, it, you have to, I guess, check it out. Anyway, um, Karen's in the wild. So there are there are COVID deniers and Karen's in the They're wild. They're like, oh, stop it. It's not even a thing. Why is it? There's one where like this chick gets uh, arrested at a at a Home Depot because she refuses to put a mask on and like everyone's yelling at her. What a stupid reason her. to get arrested. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> I don't know if she got arrested, but she was definitely escorted out of the Home Depot by two police officers in handcuffs. And then after that, the video continues and she's standing in the parking lot with the police officers. So I have no idea what happens after that, but I can assume that the guys were like, yo, you can't do that. I don't think they took her in. I'm sure that they didn't take her in, at least for their own safety. Yeah. Ladies walking around with no mask. Yeah, cops should, they should carry masks also on their belt. So if they arrest people without masks, they can protect themselves and put masks on them after they're cuffed. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, definitely not a bad idea, but how do you enforce them keeping it on? Oh, yeah. Just, well, they're, 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 they're cuffed. They can't take it off. Yeah, all you have to do is stick that, you know, it's not like they have an electric collar on. You just stick your face down and go like that and it comes off. Well, I guess, would it be insensitive if I made a police brutality joke? No, uh, I don't care. Because they could just give them the old wood shampoo. <laughs> And that'll keep the fucking mask on. <laughs> the wood shampoo. You'd have to knock them out. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not condoning police brutality. It's a fucking joke. <laughs> it's just a, it's a reason to say the old wood shampoo. Any which reason is to say the wood shampoo. Yeah. I don't care. It's funny. Yeah. I agree. That's right. It's funny. Hmm. <laughs> the old wood shampoo. We should say it more often. Oh. Wish there were more reasons to say it. To be honest, I wish there were more reasons to introduce that. We phrase. come up with enough. Yeah, <laughs> and now we're putting it out into the world. So, so yeah. yeah. So that's the uh, that's the synopsis of the movie here. That's the plot, rather. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, let's just add on to the fact that they they go to the mall, which, by the way, has a helipad. Let's just look at. Let's talk about this for a moment. Okay. the The mall has a helipad. Of course it does. On the roof. Yeah. It, amazing. I, I've never heard of a mall that has a helipad. No. On the roof, or a need for a helipad on the roof, but this mall had a helipad on the roof, and uh, so they were able to land there uh, without having to go in from street level. Convenient. And uh, right. So, so that social commentary with the American consumerism yeah. that you were talking about before, I know that that's a thing that George Romero has said, you know, that, yeah, there's, you know, there, that's there's the, a message there. there's, that's the message yeah. that, you know, was put forth. Having the zombies already in the mall kind of milling around, I know that, uh, 
you know, one of the comments is like, why are they here? You know, I wonder why they're here. Yeah. But like, and they're like, oh, well, you know, this is a place where they're, you know, where they remember going to where they feel comfortable, you know. Familiar. Yeah. Familiar, right? Yeah. That kind of social commentary is introduced right there. But like, the funny thing is that like, I don't know, I didn't, I, I would never have gotten that sense that that's what he's trying to talk about that's like that's the message because like the zombies could have just been there because that's where they were yeah like there's well, probably zombies they... in hospitals there's probably zombies in you know office buildings you well, know maybe everywhere. that's where they got bit you know what i mean right. just kind of end up there sure they can't open doors you know what well I mean? no well we'll get into this later but there, there's parts of the zombie um in this movie the zombie brain and how it works, which is different than the other zombie movies that have come after. There's anomalies here. Right. I think one of the things is it, it's weird because George Romero sort of sent the benchmark for what zombies are and sort of everything kind of sprung from it, at least in America. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, so there are these arbitrary, essentially, rules that were set forth. And anything that kind of breaks those people kind of get a little up in arms like no zombies don't do that no zombies can't do that well there's no fucking such thing as zombies so they can run <laughs> they can walk they can crawl they can fly for all who gives a fuck <laughs> whatever they're, they, they don't they're, they're fake right whatever so and isn't it more fun to d- introduce new kinds yes. rather than being stubborn and being like no it should be this way always like isn't it more fun adding diversity you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I agree. Why should every zombie thing be the same? Right. You, you, know? you get bit, you get the zombie virus, mm-hmm. and then you could shoot lasers out your eyes. Why not? That's fun. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. Zombie lasers with 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 teeth, and then those those the ends of the lasers are the ones that then that's what bites you. Fantastic. There. Or it could be like a Medusa thing, where like the zombies look at you with the laser eyes, and you ha- you like freeze in place, and then they can come after and eat you. Oh, that's a fan. That's great. Right? Why not? Right? These are all free ideas. Free <laughs> somebody, ideas. Somebody, somebody make that movie. Somebody better than us. Somebody smarter, <laughs> more talented, and have more time. <laughs> go go out and go write that, that movie. Go do that, and then we'll talk about it. And email me about an idea I have for a Mike Tyson uh, comic book. The There is a lot of social commentary, at least it's talked about in this movie. It's subtle. You know, the, we talked about this briefly before. Mm-hmm. We do talk before the show. Um, a little bit. We talked about this a little bit before. The There are messages here, and they're subtle, you know, about maybe consumerism and, and, and the value of material things. But the the message is so subtle, and the movie is so loud in its, its visualizations that I think that subtlety is too soft, and it gets missed and glossed over. You yeah, know? And absolutely. I think watching it, you may not pick up on it on the first time. If I hadn't known about it prior, I don't can't say for sure that I'd be like, oh, you know what this is about. Right. You know, either I'm not smart enough to get it or I'm not looking at it. No, as it's a, not obvious. As a commentary, I'm looking at it as it's, it's, it's this independent zombie movie. It's a zombie movie. Right. It's just a zombie movie. That's it. That's what I'm saying. So if there's a message, great, but I think it gets a little muddied with. It is a very movie. subtle message. Yeah. You know, and I think that, you know, that one comment about them uh talking about why the zombies are there you know it's a it's a familiar place and you know that's a small thing that says a lot you know what i mean that there's a very there's a very small there's a very soft as you just said uh subtlety to that um but it's supposed to speak volumes as to uh you know uh, why people would end up in the mall right 
again, when I just watch the movie at face value, I just assume the zombies are just in the mall because there are zombies everywhere. Right. So, of course, there are zombies in the mall. You wouldn't like, see it as sort of a, a sign or a or some sort of allegory. No. I don't know if I'm using that right word word right no i, I think you are. um as a representation of, of, of a larger statement right it's just it's a zombie movie they're in the mall right. that's 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 where we're going right yeah. and you know it makes sense to go to a mall because it's got everything so it's like and this mall for some reason had a gun store okay. in it too right. don't jump ahead <laughs> let's let's do this okay well hold on a second Be, oh okay Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Hold on, we're going to get there. Okay, because that right. was like the, sorry, because I feel like I wasted a lot of time talking about the very beginning of another point, but if you want to go slower, let's Let's, let's back that. it up a little bit here, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> beep, beep. don't do the beep, beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> I, I'd nix the beep, beep. I'm sorry, I had to do a we Seinfeld. We had to do a uh, Seinfeld podcast. <laughs> beep, Rock that beep. shit. Great. So... The movie opens up already in the midst of the zombie, I do call it the zombie apocalypse. Right. Right. The movie opens up in this TV station studio. All hell is breaking loose. Everyone, all these TV executives and people are losing their minds. Everyone's talking and trying to get information out to people. There's, they're filming some interview at the right. time. Mm-hmm. And that's when we're introduced to Stephen Flyboy <laughs> and his uh, pregnant girlfriend who's Francine like Flancy. just pregnant, like barely pregnant. Mm-hmm. No, they said she was three to four months pregnant. Yeah. That's that's a trimester. Okay, but you can't tell. It's not visual. You can't see it. Not even close. Yeah, no, no. no. Plus, she smokes and drinks through the entire what movie. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> Fucking seventies were. She's drinking wine and smoking cigarettes constantly. I don't know. I I teeter between the seventies were awesome and awful. Yeah. Even just based on that, pregnant women could smoke and drink. Yeah. It's like that's awesome. They can do that, but mm-hmm. then it's like it's really bad. Yeah. I, I go I go back and forth. And these are the people who raised us. So think about that. Oh, that's like a lot. <laughs> so we meet these two characters and we see that they're planning to steal the uh, the station helicopter to get out of there. Right. Um, sort of the movie just sets the tone right away as chaotic. You know, and the, the first scene opens up. They're in the control room of the studio. There's carpeting on the walls yeah. and the floor. The shag carpet is which great. Which is great. I, I, who doesn't love shag carpeting? And on the walls, I can see if they're looking to record sound things in the wall, but they're not. You can you don't need shag carpeting in the wall if you're behind the glass there. <laughs> so, weird. Um, <laughs> and it was orange. No, it was that excellent 70s red-orange. Burnt sienna. Oh, yeah. Crayola That's color. right. That's yeah. right. Alizarin yeah. crimson. <laughs> <laughs> the Bob Ross color. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so we see that those two are planning to sort of sneak away and escape and steal the station helicopter to go to the Canadian wilderness, right? And, and by the way, I felt so bad for that poor guy. You know, it's like the end of... Flyboy? No, not Flyboy. There was this like, I don't know if he was military or if he worked for the station. I can't remember exactly what, but they were all like, you know, uh, taking their separate ways, you know, four of them in the helicopter and then... A bunch of them were driving away, and this one guy was like, "Anybody have a cigarette?" Oh yeah, that's like the a end of the later. world, yeah. right? Yeah. No, it's like right there. No, it's a little later, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. like five minutes later, yeah, yeah. but like it's it's like right there, essentially. The guy and the <laughs> no one gave him a cigarette, and then they're up in the airplane <laughs> or in the helicopter, and everyone and they pulls, all pulls a cigarette out. Fuck I felt so guy. bad for that dude. 
Well, like, it's the end of the world. You can't give them a fucking cigarette. The cigarettes were like a quarter back then for the pack. Now yeah, it's right. like 95 bucks now. <laughs> Ridiculous. And your life. Oh. oh. There's Excuse social me. commentary. We meet uh, two of our protagonists. They cut over to a completely different scene where we have our third protagonist, Roger, right. part of the SWAT team and his SWAT team friends, as they get ready to raid a tenement building. Because the building is largely Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. and I believe it's uh, uh, black Caribbean folks. Mm-hmm. Um, they have not been bringing their dead to the National Guard as per martial law. Oh, yeah. They've been right. They've been sort of them stacking them up and mm-hmm. not reporting them or doing anything with them, right? And they also were not leaving. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to leave. So how do you combat that? You send in several SWAT teams to forcefully take them out. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that was fucked up. So, yeah, so these, and we see the SWAT team go in, and a lot of them are pretty fucking racist. Oh, my God, yeah. Shouting racial epithets Literally at, at these say, residents. I, I have it written down, because I, I can't remember. I'm sorry, excuse me, I wasn't talking to the microphone. I have it written down, because I can't remember exactly what they called the Spanish people, but this guy says, let's kill all their Puerto Rican and nigger asses. Yeah. Like the hard R was used in this yeah. movie. Yeah. I was like, whoa. When I saw that, I mean, my 2020 existence like fucking flew back for a second. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> you fucking said that? Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird when you watch these it's movies awful. on what's acceptable now. And we've kind oh my of, God, yeah. We've, we've learned to be like, you know what? That's not okay. In a lot of context. Um when you hear it back when it was acceptable, your ears are so untrained for that kind of, you know, for that kind of language. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm a big proponent of freedom of speech. I, I believe you can say what you want. I also believe that if you say what you want, you get what you deserve. You know, you suffer. You you reap the consequences. Yeah, if you want to, if Not you want to go less, off and yeah. you if you want to go and spout off at the mouth and start shouting out racial epithets, that's your choice. But be aware that your choice is going to get you into a lot of trouble from a lot of people. Choices have consequences. Right. You know what I mean? But I don't think you can hide behind that First Amendment. Even with that strong belief, when I do hear that hard R, I'm like, whoa, whoa, really? You know? Um, You also have to remember that the 1970s were a time where, you know, racial equality was at its almost sort of like it's like toddler stage you yeah. know what i mean yeah. it's, it's birth was sort of in the 60s sort of you know um well maybe even the 1860s considering that's when reconstruction happened but you know um i think it was becoming more acceptable in the 60s and 70s uh in that time there wasn't a whole lot that the black community could say to combat that kind of racism in movies, you have to remember mm-hmm. that the crowd that they are that they're that they're uh, making this movie for the target audience, yeah, are yeah. largely you know white kids and and adults. Yeah, like it's a community of you know white. It's not white supremacy. It's no. just it's just an overall white centric. Yeah, that's yeah. what. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just you know, there's just the representation. Yes. So that kind of stuff was just acceptable. You know, the the um, outrage from you know from the other side, I suppose. Right. Um, wasn't loud enough. You know, and didn't matter. Right. Um, it, it wasn't really there yeah. either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like you know, you pick your battles, I suppose. But I think that that's why 
that those kinds of things are in those movies and haven't been taken out or whatever. It's oh, just, yeah. They're what? very, the, the, the times are very white centric. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So. I think you can look at those and be like, all right, well, that was the time. Not that it's a past, but, you know, there's an explanation. You know no, why there it is, right? Been, no, there is know. an there is an actual you know uh, a sociological explanation. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. You know whether you agree with it or not, whether you think it's the right way or not, it's just there's a reason why you know history uh, shows us shows us the direct path you know to where things have gone right. and why. Right. It just is what it is. It's it's not a matter of whether you agree with it or don't agree with it. It was what it was. Right. You can not agree with it, and that's fine, you know, but it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Right. You know? So, yeah, there's there's this big, fat, white, uh, racist oh uh, God, SWAT cop who was yelling and screaming racial epithets and really couldn't wait to get break into this oh. tenement and just start, you know... Literally uh, blowing, blowing people's, people's heads, people's heads off. off. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> Literally. When they actually get into <laughs> the apartment, you know, once the SWAT team enters and they kind of do their thing and they go full on, that's when we see... A real, the real zombies, uh, really up close, you know, in this movie, yeah. where they look blue. <laughs> the zombies are all painted blue and green, yeah, and green, which is funny because they were actually um, they were painted gray. Huh. Um, Tom Savani, who did the makeup, mm-hmm. the legendary Tom Savani, who's a and more, you know, this movie has a lot of royalty and a lot of legendary status and folks involved in it. You know what I mean? Tom Savani is one of them, and he did the makeup for the zombies. He painted them gray. Hmm. On screen, they showed up blue, <laughs> and so he didn't didn't get because because at the time you're not getting these you're not getting the dailies back in re, you know at the end right, of the day of course. things have to be developed and this and the other so you're yes. not getting things back in an adequate time frame. The thing they showed up blue on film, but they were actually supposed to be gray. Interestingly <laughs> enough, but we see the zombies full on. So it's zombies versus SWAT teams. Zombies versus other residents of the tenement building. I think we get a good look on what this movie's about real quick when a large zombie comes, opens the door in front of uh, the SWAT team and gets his fucking head blown off. And it's not like you see it for a second. It sits there. No, dude, that dude kicked the door open was that what and it? shot him in the head with a shotgun. And his head ex- exploded. exploded. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, right in front of his wife. In front of his wife, right. Yeah. Then I think he's, I don't remember. Actually, you know what? I really don't remember if he shot her too. He might have. There was a lot happening in that scene. Yeah. Everyone was getting No, that guy shot. was just kicking doors open and shooting people. Yeah. Didn't matter. It wasn't whether they were zombies or what. It was just, he was just, Any let's resistance. kill them yeah. all. Oh, yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? yeah. That was his that was the know, objective. Oh, yeah, for sure. But we see the zombies and they're attacking the SWAT team. And the zombies here are the slow, shambling mm-hmm. zombies. These aren't the runners that we see later on. Right. They're the slow ones. Right away, I think, at least for me, I so just got this certain charm from the movie because they were the slow-moving zombies. It was this late 70s movie. They were like this bluish-green color. Yeah. There's a charm to these 70s horror movies, at least for me. That you can look at and be like, you can either say, like, look at the cheese on all of this nonsense. Or you could look at it and be like, oh, that's really cool. And I looked at it and I was like, you know what? That's really cool. I, mm-hmm. I, I get it. It's an independent movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't have much to work with. This is what this is the story they wanted to tell. And this is what they did. I thought it was fantastic. 
I, I really like the way the zombies looked. I mean, as as kind of laughable as you can look at it now when you compare them to zombie movies now, CGI and prosthetics and whatnot, versus the shoestring budget of an independent horror yeah. movie in the late 70s. It's fantastic. Yeah. I think there's a real charm and really, it goes a long way with this movie for me. You know, just the visuals of how cheap it looked. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Blowing it, you know, like blowing off, blowing the uh, zombie's head off. And sort of watching it explode. Like a cake. It was great. I was like, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. You know? That's pretty cool. And you see a lot, there's a lot of other like headshots. You know, a lot of bullets getting, you know, getting thrown around and I, going in and out. I do remember watching the movie and several times going, whoa, oh. You don't see that a lot now. It's a different kind of gore that you kind of see yeah. now with zombie movies. It's different. And it maybe look more realistic. I don't. I don't know if I could put my finger on it. Obviously, this movie is not realistic in its depiction of sort of. I think how you know blood spatter yeah. and, and 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 head explosions. Um, maybe the movies that are out now or fairly recently, maybe maybe more realistic. But it's still f- more gross. Looking back at the old one, you know what I mean. I didn't think it was more gross. I think it's more gross now. I, I think the other way, I think just because it's so obviously like the 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 color red of the blood in this movie, oh. it's glowing. Yeah. It just glows. Yeah. You know? and it has the consistency sometimes of chocolate sauce and other times of just like slime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or paint. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? And I know that there was some discrepancies on how some people liked the way the blood looked and some people didn't like mm. the way the blood looked in the, on the crew. And how it came across, Romero apparently liked it because it looked a lot like a comic book, which mm. is kind of what he was going for this comic book look. So that bright red that like really lit up the screen, he liked it because it made it look more like a comic. Comic book look? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm sorry. It's like a dead air, but I'm trying to think of. I would never have gotten a comic book feel from that movie whatsoever. Hmm. I just don't see it. Fair enough. That's just what I had read, hmm. you know. So with that raid on the on this tenement building, mm-hmm. you know, we see Roger, who we've mentioned before, goes down into the basement, encounters our last protagonist, another another SWAT team uh, uh, member, officer, whatever, Peter. The blonde guy, right? The blonde guy, Roger, goes down to the basement. He's told that there's more people in the basement. Mm-hmm. He goes down to the basement, um, and that's where he meets another member of a SWAT team, uh, Peter. Mm-hmm. Kind of comes in, and uh, the size difference between the two—the little blonde guy yeah. and the giant black guy. Yeah, Peter's a very large black man, uh, and Roger's a very small white guy. Yeah. So the size difference on screen is kind of—it's—it's it's funny. That's where we meet our last protagonist. In there is when they kind of—they not kind of—they meet the one-legged priest who is giving the last rites to the room full of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he had that one leg. I don't get that. Maybe they just hired a a person with a disability. They did. They did use real amputees. For oh, this there movie, you go. Um, for the some of the zombies who were missing who didn't limbs. Have limbs. Yeah, they did hire that. real amputees. Yeah, they actually, were. Uh, yeah, they were. It wasn't prosthetically. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, uh, it looked real. Yeah. Well, there you go. I was like, oh yeah, that that's that's a real nub. Yeah. <laughs> that's a nub. I've known people with the real nubs. Mm-hmm. Um, so they um, they meet the uh, the priest. He's giving the last rites, which pretty much opens up the floodgates for all the dead that the tenants have been hiding right. in the basement. That the whole reason the SWAT team was there was because these people were not reporting the dead to the National Guard. 
they were hiding in the basement. So naturally, why send? Why not just send two people down to the basement to take care of it? <laughs> so the doors open up, and sure enough, there's just a flood of zombies come mm-hmm. out. Peter and uh, Roger take care of them. Easy peasy, right? Zombie squeezy. Zo- <laughs> <laughs> Lots of zombie squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds slightly sexual, which makes it really gross. <laughs> Zombie squeezy. <laughs> gross. Ugh. It's a certain kind of sound. Yeah. A squelch. Squelch. <laughs> <laughs> so after they kill all these zombies, they meet um they meet up with Flyboy and and Francine. Mm-hmm. Flancine. Flancine, their celebrity couple name. <laughs> and they're going to fly off to Canada together. Yes. To the Canadian wilderness. Um, they're running out of gas, of course, on their helicopter. Um, of love. The helicopter of love. <laughs> Sorry. <Yes. laughs> Just got all this stupid shit in my head today. Let's get it out. Let's get it out. Um, <laughs> running out of gas. They stop at a gas station. Yeah. They kind of land at a gas station, airstrip kind of thing. It's not super clear. They land there to fill up the gas. Naturally, there are zombies about. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, well, filling up for gas, we see maybe the first, I don't know. I'm not uh, an expert here, but we come across two zombie children. Yeah. You know, um, during all this, which I don't know if you noticed or not, but these zombie kids were fucking fast. Yeah, the they were only fast. fast zombies in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't shamble or walk. They mm. ran. Well, they At, had all that young energy. <laughs> they were trying to, uh, you know, trying to attack. Eventually, they were killed. Of course, zombie children were shot. Yeah. That was off camera. I don't know. I wonder you if they actually, yeah. you don't see it, but I wonder if it was filmed and they kind of took it out and be like, you know what, maybe this is too much. Mm. I don't know. Interesting question. I don't know. I know. I do know that there's a lot of fucking versions of this movie, and that's annoying to me <laughs> because... It's like there's the U.S. theatrical version, there's mm-hmm. the uncut version, there's the Italian version, which is one. Make one <laughs> and just send it out. Well, something tells me that the Italian version is probably somewhere between the American version and the uncut version. Right. The American version probably just has a lot of stuff cut out yeah. that they don't want people seeing. Our delicate American sensibilities can't handle... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it just seems to me like that. I don't know. I guess it just sounds like it makes sense. I agree. You know I, mean? I, the, I yeah, agree. The U.S. The bleh, U.S. The U.S. U.S. Uh, the U. The U.S. Theatrical uh, release probably be a little more censored and conservative than the oh, I agree. unrated version. Otherwise, there wouldn't be an unrated version or an uncensored version. But in Europe, they're a little more lax with uh, what they show. Yeah. So I have a feeling that that's somewhere in between. Uh, you're probably right. I don't know why this matters. Just... It, it matters because it bothers me. Um, oh, <laughs> right. Thanks for listening. The uh, it, it, it bothers me <laughs> because this happens a lot, I think, especially with horror movies. Mm. There are different versions, and some people consider some versions the real one. The mm. other ones aren't real, whatever it is. you know. And I think that goes back to being a little too precious with these movies. <laughs> Look, man... J- you go to horror movies, you either laugh at them hmm. or you're scared by them. Right. Or it makes you laugh. Some kind of psycho makes you laugh. Didn't either, you just say that? Did I? You said laugh at them oh, yeah, or you get could, scared. Yeah, or, or laugh you're a at psycho them. that laughs at them. Or you're a moron who just repeats yourself over and over again. 
and watch it. Did you mean movies. say like like you're indifferent to it? Yeah. You know. Sure. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've watched horror movies and just been like, whatever. Like yeah. I've just been indifferent. You know what I mean? It's not entertaining. It's not scary. It's not funny. Absolutely. It's just. It just. It is, is what it is. Yeah. Right. And and that's fine. But to hold them in such esteem, I think, and and to kind of place them in this sort of cinematic gold case it's like maybe it's because you know it's like the first real pioneer of that genre yes you know what i mean like who someone who really uh stretched out that lore i suppose Mm. of what i mean you don't really talk so much about how they become zombies or what you know because that's not relevant they talk to you right they talk about how they're cannibals they talk about how they come back from the dead but they don't really talk about like these days with heart with heart movies. These days with zombie movies, they like to go into detail about how they became zombies. What the issue is? Is it a virus? Is it a, yeah. you know, whatever? In that movie, it was just you know, <laughs> there's zombies, zombies moving on, and they yeah. and they eat people. Yeah, and when you when you kill like you can't kill them, you, you have to shoot them in the head. Right. I guess I guess it's I guess it's held in high esteem like The Exorcist because it's sort of the first good pioneer movie of those you know like Exorcist was you know a really well uh uh made sort of like a poltergeist sort of movie you know where with uh an invading spirit mm. right there's there's that kind of horror movie where it's spiritual right you have the slasher movies and right. then there's stuff, the zombie movies, right? There's all these different subgenres of horror. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think that those movies, like The Exorcist and um, Night of the Living Dead, um, creates the lore, sort of. Sure. You know what I mean? And I think well, the that, first is setting the rules for you know, these what, kinds exactly. of movies. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you, when you look at uh, movies these days, uh, the paranormal type, the spirits we know a lot of it is very similar to the things that you see in the exorcist uh cold right drafty windows yeah smells the tropes yeah you know the everything has this specific it's uh, the blueprint right you know yeah. zombies uh you have to shoot them in the head right you have to they eat people it's not just a bite it's not just a you know like they don't eat animals for some reason. Right, they don't eat never people. Animals. Yeah, yeah. You know, do donuts. You get... They don't. Yeah, yeah. Any food. Right. Yeah. And so you know, the groundwork is laid, and then these days, it's all the same stuff. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's why. You know what I mean? They're held in high esteem because maybe they're they were the first. So that's you know they're the without those, it's everything sprung off. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Maybe that's, that's the idea. Maybe. But then again, The Exorcist was made during a time that I think Rosemary's Baby had been made by then. I'm not sure. Um, I feel like that was a 60s thing. I could be wrong, though. I mean, I don't. please don't quote. I don't know. A better podcast would I'm, look it up, but we're not going to do that. Well, I just kind of... I I'd just kind of threw that out there. Whatever. Rather speculated, though. I'm not going to look it up now. No, I'm not doing that. To go back? No. Whatever. You it can... just seems more 60s than 70s. The picture quality's worse. That girl's hair is awful. <laughs> it's more of like a 60s type thing. Okay. I feel like it was. But anyway, you know, Rosemary's Baby was one of them, but it wasn't... 
you know, it's like this demonic spirits and demons uh, in, invading. Uh, it, it, the point I'm trying to make is that those were the movies for whatever reason, like The Godfather and whatever, that are clung to, you know. Um, those are the, uh, like the gold standard. Yeah, but I know. think that that's where that comes from. Yeah. It's the same people who, you know, who have a, who, who you have to... Um, prove your loyalty to like comic books you know it's those comic book fanboys yeah you know what i mean like really oh you read this comic well then who's this yeah you gotta pass and a quiz to yeah kind of, exactly to be deemed worthy in some of some other douchebag yeah. that fucking like i don't give you know and but that's also another thing you could say who cares oh, about yeah. them fuck them yeah you know what i mean just pretend they don't exist oh yeah absolutely you know everyone's a snob about something i'm yes, like that with coffee a snob, yeah that's, you know that's I mean? the word i've been looking for yeah i think snob is the word yeah you know yeah there's horror movie snobs yeah and it couldn't be less warranted <laughs> <laughs> look i Look, I, I know we do a horror movie podcast, and maybe, maybe we're isolating a few people here. But come on now, <laughs> let's be fucking real. It's a horror movie. Yeah, it's an hour and a half. It's an hour and forty-five minutes. In this case, over two fucking hours of people dying, jump scares. You know, there's no jump scares. Uh, no, not in this movie. But I'm talking oh. about in general. Oh, you know, there's nothing here that's really gonna it's really life-changing you know what i mean right there's you look at it you want to get scared or you want to laugh well you just want to be entertained right any more than that you need to fucking grow up a little bit oh, sorry wow yeah i'm feeling spicy right now you do seem a little salty i'm a little salty what what's what's going on i'm tired <laughs> that's enough you just turned into a grump the people listening don't really know me <laughs> <clears throat> um, i'm sure you are a grump but I'm pretty grouchy in general. Yeah. You know, so it's just coming through. I, you know what? Grumpy is the right word, not grouchy. Grumpy. Okay. Grumpy. You're grumpy. I'd, uh, I'd agree with that. So two <laughs> yeah. kid zombies. They right. die. Two kid zombies, right. And uh, different versions of movies are annoying. Okay. Yeah. So okay. recap. Recap. <laughs> they kill the zombies. They get back on the uh, helicopter mm-hmm. and off they go. They find the mall. They go to land on the mall on the helipad on, on the, the roof that's of already the mall. there how convenient convenient for a pit stop to restock and sort of resupply and get ready for the rest of the trip i don't know why i can't get past that helipad i don't you know really hung up on that because <laughs> i remember when we were watching the movie and i said to myself they're not gonna land that shit on the roof of the the you know, mall you said that out because loud. it's gonna <laughs> you said it out loud and you're like that and then as as you said exactly, that they showed the, the helipad. helipad and said well there's a helipad and you said oh Okay. Why I'm stuck on this? I'm like that thing's gonna fall right through the roof. And you're like, oh, hell of a- why is there a helipad on the mall? Because it's Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania is fucking I weird. It. I don't know why I'm hung up on this thing, but I'm hung up on it. I don't know. I don't either. But there's another thing that you should be hung up on that comes in next. So after they land the helicopter on the helipad on the roof of the mall. Yeah. By the way, before they even get to that point, okay. Yes. So as they're flying over the mall before they stop. They see there's two things here that are worth mentioning. One, as they're flying over, one of the characters, I don't remember who, says, Hey, what is that down there? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you not know what a fucking mall is, dumb fuck? What is that? You're so salty. No, this is warranted. Come on now. Are you hungry? Yes, I am. Can I, I get you hungry. something to eat? No. You're a little angry. No. I don't want anything to eat. 
<laughs> I'm not hungry. I'm I'm hungry, but I don't want to eat right now. <laughs> I just want to bitch and moan. Yeah, I do. Go ahead. Go Great. for it. So, so somebody doesn't know what a fucking mall is <laughs> in 1978. I did think that also. Yeah. I kind of I made the Barack <laughs> Obama think? gif that that kind of like what huh? the fuck are you talking about the hands kind of go up a little bit like what I kind of did that. <laughs> Next thing um, after that was after it was explained that it was a fucking shopping mall. I think it was some kind of shopping center or mall or something. Like like the other person who answered wasn't quite sure either. So there's two dumb fucks in this fucking uh, hell. Some kind of. Yeah, the ending makes total fucking sense now. Two idiots. But also they mention, well, what are they doing here? And then that's where you get, that's where that sort of, I guess, subtle commentary hits you on the nose. But it's only one line where they say, well, why are they all going to, why are they all outside the mall? Somebody replies, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a place where they're familiar or the place they used to go or somewhere they feel comfortable. Something along those lines mm-hmm. where pretty much sums up that social commentary that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. And they kind of hit you on the nose with it, and that's that, for the for the for the time being, mm-hmm. at least, you know. But they in the mall, so they land on the roof, they run the roof. They're looking through the skylight, and they notice a bunch of boxes, army survival boxes. How convenient! What? <laughs> Look, how I, convenient! I like this movie. I do. I like it. It's not a movie <laughs> I'll watch all the time, and it was a very long time mm-hmm. between when we watched it oh, last God. night, yeah, and the last time that? I watched it. Forget I'll it. tell you, the last time I watched it was. I'd say seven or eight years ago on on Christmas Eve we watched it while we were wrapping presents we we put it on <laughs> and we wrapped presents and that was on in the background so we didn't really watch it watch it that was the last time we put that DVD in <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was the last time we watched that movie how many years ago seven years ago seven years ago eight <laughs> years ago we were wrapping presents for the kids so and we had on Dawn of the Dead. So, <clears throat> yeah, so there's these, these army surplus survival boxes yeah. in there with food and all these other kinds of survival Supplies, gear. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Um, so they see this through the roof. They break in and they find these things and they also find zombie fun inside the <laughs> uh, inside the mall. Correct. Right. They pretty much figure out that the mall has everything they need. They don't need to go anywhere. Correct. That has everything. And I think that's another thing that they kind of hammer home here is it has everything. And they're really super happy that they have everything in one spot. They have all of these. Wouldn't you be? Right. But when they go, they, they're going shopping, right? They're getting, they're looking at the clothes. Like they're supposed to be diverting the zombies to one store to one end of the mall so they can get what they need to get. In the department store, one guy steals a, not steals at this point, but, you know, they're looking for their supplies and whatnot. And like, ooh, they'll take the um, uh, Roger, the the white SWAT team guy, mm-hmm. grabs a, like a, a, a track jacket and kind of ties it around his waist, mm-hmm. you know, and they're kind of taking these little, dude, you know, these little things supplies. that are unnecessary. Now we wouldn't even call it supplies because no one changes their fucking clothes throughout the whole movie, you know? So. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, so no they do because they're there for a while they are you know and that's the whole thing like they're there for a while the, so yeah. they clear out the you know there's zombies walking around but they can they're slow zombies right but they clear them out slowly and they're getting rid you know they they wind up right. clearing them out and they're kind of able to they're learning how to deal with they learn how to they figure out a strategy to deal with that right so what they wind up doing is to keep them from keep coming in, they notice that they they need to stop the zombies from coming into the mall. Mm-hmm. And that's where they get the idea to steal some nearby 
trucks mm-hmm. um i think it was like across the street or whatever it was um to block the entrance to the mall to keep the zombies from coming in um so roger and peter go and steal the trucks this is where peter loses his fucking mind all of a sudden <laughs> he's calm and he's kind of like he has his shit together and then he gets super overconfident and fucking just kind of loses his fucking marbles for a minute <laughs> and does some dumb shit with the truck winds up getting himself fucking bit you mm-hmm. know at this point roger Roger, yeah, the white guy. Yeah. Yeah, he gets himself bit at this point because he's driving around like a lunatic. Yeah. You know, with the trying to hit all the zombies. He's, and he's screaming, Whoa! Yeah, he just kind of, yeah. Completely uncharacteristic of him from yeah. the whole other movie, you know, the rest of the movie. Dumbass gets himself bit on the leg, right? The group, so Flyboy Steven, Francine, Peter, they all know that the bites cause you know uh makes you transform into a zombie mm-hmm. you know they know peter's um sorry they know roger's gonna fucking die they don't kill him you know they just they let it kind of go and let it run its course well he he tells them that yeah. he's still useful yeah you know what well, i mean to le- let him stay around they take care of it they do take care know, of it just fine and, then, and he's like like he's like i said they're slow zombies yes so they're not really that big of a threat unless you get a whole bunch of them together at once that's when it becomes a problem right and that's all. It's not always the case, you know. One on one, it's not that bad. But you know, when you get three or four to clip, it's an issue. Not even three or four, but if you find yourself in a position where there's like ten, you know, or fifteen of them, oh, they, they'll all come on top. You're of bound you. for a rolled ankle, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yep, <laughs> that's all it fucking takes. Man. Yeah, no, that's all it takes. A <laughs> it's always a rolled ankle. Goofy Someone, step, and you roll your ankle, you're like, fucking done. So but it's stupid a bent Roger, foot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, but stupid Roger just loses his shit and he gets bit, and so he, there's a few days that kind of pass mm-hmm. before he go. He completely turns, and they have the montage, and they have the montage, but they also have this stupid conversation with that <laughs> stupid Francine. <laughs> says, "Well, she kind of has this argument of getting him medical help. Where, where are you going? <laughs> is there a like a wait? Is she talking about like leaving them all to get him medical help, or is she talking about going into like getting a store and getting medical some supplies? help, getting him?" To a medical facility. Oh, okay. I thought maybe she was Where? like, hey, let's go to the store and get you some alcohol and some gauze and Because that usually does it. It just takes a little... What the fuck do they know? <laughs> In The Walking Dead, you can sever a limb and survive. That's true. That's The Walking Dead. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? Yeah. They didn't they think don't about that, though. They weren't uh, nearly qualified enough to uh, start severing limbs. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Um, I-, I-, I was just making a point. Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. But... So she wants to get stupid. Well, can we, let's. We need to get him medical assistance. Where? Where are you? But gonna? like I said, is it? Are you sure she wasn't just talking about getting like you know some supplies from a store, like some alcohol and I'm some gauze, sure. you know, put some pressure on it? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to go with it. I'm feeling a little salty. I'm a little grumpy. Oh my goodness. You so I'm going to. Really I'm not going to give her the benefit of the doubt. And <laughs> she's an idiot, and she wants to go to the nearest hospital <laughs> and get him admitted for a zombie bite. So. After this point, during the montage, as you mentioned, they build that fake wall between the hallway. I remember that. So they build this wall. There's an entrance to where that little apartment that they kind of created, they, they, they sort of hole up into this office area mm-hmm. where they have like schematics, maps of the, of the mall. They mm-hmm. have access to the all the controls for the electricity where they turn on, you know, they turn on all the lights, the music, the fountains, all the mm-hmm. stuff that makes it fun and right. habitable. But it's accessible through like a hallway. So Peter builds like this fake wall 
to kind of prevent the zombies from getting in and give them some kind of camouflage cover. You know, within this little like apartment kind of thing that they've mm-hmm. created for themselves. Roger zombifies. Yeah. They put him down. Then we kind of cut a little bit and we see, for some fucking reason, Peter, the SWAT team guy, mm. makes a very romantic dinner for yeah. um, uh, Flyboy for and Francine. For Flancine, yeah, together, of course, which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> and so kind of came out of nowhere, but all right. Another thing, by the way, just as an aside, remember, I, I think I said it while we were watching it. How the hell do they always have fresh salad? Like, they always had fresh salad. <laughs> Salad's not something that I'd be thinking about having fresh, like, or that would be available fresh. Yeah. When no one's sending produce. That's anywhere. true. You know what I mean? That's like point. the first thing to spoil, you know, what I mean? <laughs> aside from milk. That's true. You know? <laughs> I know when we buy produce in our house, if we don't eat it within like two days, it's done. Yeah. Like if we don't, yeah, we like don't eat that head of lettuce. Of it, yeah. It, yeah. It's day three. The lettuce is soft <laughs> and it's barely palatable. So I don't know where they're getting their produce, but we need to shop there as well. <laughs> so he makes this romantic dinner for these two. Yeah. And where Flyboy asks Francine to marry him. And with all this stuff that's going on, they pulled up and all the chaos. She still says no <laughs> because she's not quite ready to commit. <laughs> and she says it wouldn't be real. She is a useless person throughout the entire movie. Bitch, she you're helped. an albatross on these fucking people. <laughs> She Your is. pregnant ass yeah. is lucky to still be breathing. Yeah. Okay. Some people would have shot her. And you got the nerve. You have the ovaries to be like, <laughs> no, it's not going to be real. Right. Okay. Uh, by the same token, what do you really? You're going to propose? What do you? What do you? Are you going to get the church wedding? What are you going to do? You're barely holding on in the mall. Well, it's, I think there's a lot of things that things that you're forgetting. Like what? You know, the the situation in these people's lives changed so drastically almost overnight they lived in a world and then their world completely changed and i think that when you're facing that kind of oppression you know from something deadly you know that kind of primitive fear and survival skill i think that you know those moments that you get that aren't filled with survival 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 and staying awake to uh make sure that you know your your fortress isn't breached you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that you don't end up like getting eaten alive while you're sleeping Mm -hmm. you know what i mean there's always that that constant stress and I think that the reason that they behave that way is because, you know, there's some set, there's some semblance of normalcy, you know, uh, being asked to, to marry. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a, it's a ritual. Um, yeah. And just because things change, it's kind of hard to pull the ritual out. She's, I mean, I think the woman is just delusional. I mean, yeah. she's talking about, you know, getting this guy to a hospital and getting some kind of outside medical attention and also talking about not wanting to commit um, in the same, you know, breath sort of, not mm-hmm. in the same breath. No, that's not the right thing to say. But within the same time period, I suppose. Uh, that's a lot of delusion, you know. Yeah. She seems to be having a hard time uh, adjusting so you to, have a to what's happening. Useless, delusional, pregnant woman. Yes, who's a terrible shot. Who and also smokes and drinks through the entire right. movie. Although that would take care of the pregnancy problem. <laughs> so maybe it's a wash, maybe. And it does become a problem. I know that the uh, what's his name? Um, not Roger. Is it Peter? Peter, yeah. Right. Um, and Flyboy. 
have a conversation about the pregnancy you know are you sure she wants to keep it oh yeah do you remember and then he says because he says you sure she wants to keep it because if she doesn't i know how to take care of that yeah like what do you think he knows how to he knows how to he either is going to shoot her or perform an abortion you think he's gonna throw her down the stairs or kick her in the stomach i don't i don't know i i I think at that point it's got to be vaginal no so a hanger I don't know. I, he wasn't specific, Jared. <laughs> he just said, I know how to take care of that, you know, or something to the effect, yeah. you know, he's like, well, like, you know, if she decides she wants an abortion, you know, I can take care of that. Or like, I know how to do yeah, it right. or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> What's a weird thing to say? Right? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck does this guy know how to give so? I mean, I couldn't tell like if he was saying, you know, and implying you just fucking shoot her you know that's one way to do it um or like i actually know how to perform an abortion my side gig is an abortion (laughs) i know a guy i moonlight you know yeah in the alleyway um i got a van van. (laughs) isn't it always an alleyway or a van it's always it's always what they what they say that's where all these abortions are happening in alleyways and vans well that's where they used to have in advance well not all of them no so many of them in bathrooms yes well um but another dark turn let's for not podcast. yeah we don't have to <laughs> wow. let's not talk about abortions and <laughs> too late how to give yourself one not we're not advocating giving yourself one. an abortion please don't ever do that oh my god it, it speak to a medical professional, please. Yeah. Uh, please don't ever procedures give, like that should be don't done ever, under the supervision. It's all of good if you need to. If you need to have an abortion, you need to. That's that's your business, and that's no one else's business. But don't do it yourself. Just don't do it yourself, no. please. <laughs> but if you do decide, there's a guy named Peter in <laughs> Pennsylvania in 1978, in, uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I, he knows what he's doing. He so knows how to perform an abortion. You might be able to get in touch. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, that was ludicrous. When yeah. I remember hearing that, my, my jaw flew open. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> this movie's all kinds of fucked up. It's so crazy. So, after this conversation, we see a time lapse, mm-hmm. right? Some, you know, um, days are crossed off the calendar, mm-hmm. things like that. And then next we see Francine, who's much more visibly pregnant. A few months have passed. Their little office apartment thing that they built for themselves is now all outfitted with all their the usual creature comforts Mm -hmm. you know they have appliances there and they sort of live in this place and you can see the group is getting bored Mm -hmm. you know they're you know one of them throwing like a tennis ball against the the wall and just they're kind of done with the the novelty of living in a mall has worn off Mm -hmm. you know also the tensions are sort of rising within the group you know they start bickering a little bit more during one dinner the they have a TV on that just has snow, like static, you know, on the screen. Francine goes to turn it off, saying that there's been no, there's been no broadcast in three days. There's nothing, you know, I can't stand the sound anymore. And they start to kind of go nip back and forth at each other. And then that's where Francine kind of says, you know, what, what have we become looking at all these things? And I think that's another part of that social commentary, sort of them realizing they're all these things that made them what they thought you made them alive. All these creature comforts, all these materialistic things are not what makes somebody alive. It does not make you a person. It doesn't make, it doesn't fulfill you. It's not all you need, like what you think when things are normal. I need to get this. I need to have that. Right. You know, <clears throat> now where they have pretty much any, every, anything and everything in their 
you know, within their fingertips here mm-hmm. on this mall, which has a, a gun shop <laughs> and it's got a bank inside. It's got everything. It's yeah. great. It's the best fucking mall ever. <laughs> it's got everything, you know, they're, they're playing cards with, with ridiculous amounts of cash that mm-hmm. they stole and. They didn't you know, steal. It's useless. It's useless, but the, you know, you know what I mean. They went and just took all the money out yeah. stacks of you know, everything thousands in that mall is up for grabs yeah, at that point. Absolutely. No one else is taking it. Uh, yeah, the people who own the place are probably dead. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I can't They're certainly say, not coming back to secure their assets. Oh, just for fun. I mean, if you're, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're gonna die anyway. Why not have some fun? I get it. You know, and I got to tell you, though, as I was watching the movie, I couldn't help but think as what they were doing, you know, they had all their stuff to make them feel good and have a home. They were taking the money to kind of like, hey, look at all this money, Even knowing, I'm sure knowing full well that it's useless. Yeah, but how? Um, when have you ever had that much money? You know what, what I mean? Saying. That's the thing. I can't say I wouldn't do any of those things mm-hmm. either. Oh, I totally would. But I couldn't would. help but like, want to like, I would want to just trash one of these stores and just run down the mm-hmm. aisles with both my arms extended knocking all this bullshit tchotchkes off the off the shelves just to do it because not going to do it in real life. Why not? You know? So... I'd roller skate around with a baseball bat and just start knocking zombies off. That's awesome. You know, because the, the, the malls always have those shiny floors. Oh, yeah. They're perfect, perfect for roller, roller skating. skating. Yeah. So you just roller skate around. Do, to do, to do. You have some fun. You go backwards and you just start whacking zombies with a baseball bat. Oh, yeah. I'd love that. I put on a pink tutu, the whole thing. <laughs> why not? Like goddamn roller derby girl. Yeah, Maybe why not? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I, that's, that's fucking fun. Absolutely. And, and that mall <laughs> did have a, an ice skating rink in it. Yeah, though, it did. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was neat. That was cool. Um, That ice skating rink now, that mall is still there, apparently. Mm -hmm. And the ice skating rink isn't there anymore. It's the Uh, food court. Oh, so you can. (laughs) It's the food court now. The fucking food court. (laughs) Fucking fat Americans. So, (laughs) not even that. Can you just build it somewhere else? And come on, that's cool. (laughs) Ice skating rink in a mall. That's neat. That's really cool. Yeah. Although, yeah. I mean, they got malls with like fucking roller coasters in it, which to me is so much cooler than Where an ice Where is there a mall with a roller coaster? Oh, there, there's a bunch. There's a few. The Mall of America? Yeah, I think that's got one. Get out. Um, there's another one. Not the Mall of America. There's another one. I don't know. King of Prussia, which is also in Pennsylvania. I think that has it. I don't know. Look, look I'm going to look that yeah, up, look it up after yeah, yeah, this yeah. for sure. For sure. Um, I want to go there. Much cooler than an ice skating rink because I can't ice skate. So. Um, that's the fun of it though no one can ice skate like there are yeah okay you go to an ice skating rink some people can ice skate but like most people who go to an ice skating rink like for freestyle you know general admission in the the circle yeah no one knows what the fuck they're doing everyone's like (laughs) it's a whole thing every time I've gone ice skating I've always had I don't know if it's I never requested the right size skates but I always came back with like bloody ankles ankles yeah like they would dig into like under my ankle bones, yep. you know? Everyone that was a very common thing. Come back it's with the soaking backs, red the socks. backs of those um soaking red, really? Yeah. Like that much blood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean I'd get blisters, but and oh, my the blisters, ankles oh, would no, hurt. No. But that's it. You know, Shit. I'm stubborn. Like it hurts, but whatever. Keep doing it. Yeah, and me too, but still. Yeah. Blood soaked socks? Yeah, yeah. That's I, I nuts. Mean, I haven't gone ice skating a ton. And I haven't been in, I can't remember, um, but I was a kid mm. and it would, yeah. I'd, you were definitely wearing the wrong size. Yeah, I'm sure. Because those backs have that really hard heel to them. Yeah. To like kind of keep the integrity because it's got that like giant blade on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 
So you can't have like a soft back, mm-hmm. obviously. So it like digs into your ankle. Yeah. Um, and if you're not, if you don't like tighten them properly, which no one fucking does no. at a ice skating rink. Um, yeah. You just, it's like going bowling. Yeah. You just put, you know, you yeah. kind of just Velcro the shoes on and yeah. who gives a That's shit. That's it, yeah. And they never fit right. You have to get like two <laughs> sizes smaller than the one you are because like 25,000 people have stuck their disgusting feet in them. Um, <laughs> same thing with goddamn figure uh, figure skates. Oh, God. Ice skates. I was going to correct you and say roller skates, so don't feel bad. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that you wouldn't be a good ice skater considering you used to rollerblade. Yeah. It was different. This was before that, though. It was also before that. Ah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was before that. So real real quick, the first time I went ice skating, it was actually in Central Park. It was awful. And then the next time I went ice skating, I knew I was going with a friend. And it was the middle of the summer. I went, you know, his mom came and picked us up and dropped us off at Iceland. And Who's that? Uh, a friend of mine, Robert, and picked us up. His mom dropped us off. And I was wearing, and I, stupid me, it was middle of the summer. I had like shorts and a t-shirt on. How old were you? I don't know. 11, 12. Okay. So... Oh, it didn't even occur to me that maybe I might be a little chilly where there's ice. And there I was. Didn't know how to ice skate with shorts and a fucking t-shirt oh on. Oh, my God. You must have fallen and gotten cold often. It was often. so bad. Oh, that's oh awful. Yeah. It was, oh, my God. I think about it now. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. No, and you I, need pants. Yeah. No matter what time of year it is. And I have the nerve to spout off on this, just particularly in this podcast, calling other people stupid. <laughs> And then I, I, I come out well, with this you were story. Well, like 11 and, yeah. you know, you, you could have, probably should have gotten some outside guidance from a parent or someone saying, well, hey, I you know, didn't. you're right. That's what I'm saying. So you can't really, don't blame yourself too much. Don't. I, I blame myself for not. I still had to reap the consequences. Correct. Correct. <laughs> so that's a bonus ice skating story. Um <laughs> So yeah, this is movie it's all uh, kinds Dawn of the of content Dead on this podcast. It's a lot of it's fun. <laughs> um, also, I don't think we mentioned this too. So throughout, I think I don't know about throughout, but it was mentioned that Francine wanted to learn how to fly the helicopter just in case right. something happened. You know, which is probably the smartest thing she did all fucking movie. <laughs> you know, just in case I need to know how to fly this thing. During one of the lessons, I guess you want to say they were up there on the roof. Flyboy is teaching. Or showing Francine kind of the ins and outs. And the bikers kind of get wind. Right. Right. <laughs> but, so there are these bikers. Yes, the and bikers. Where, where are they coming from? I don't know. Where they, where are they coming from? They're just out there. They're just out there just wilding. Yeah. And sort of just having good American They're fun. big street tufts. Street tufts, street yeah. Tu- and they said tufts. Street tufts. <laughs> um yeah, like jackets the, and motorcycles. Yeah, the exactly. Whole thing. You know, just just looking for a little fun. <laughs> just out for a little fun. Yeah, a little fun. Um, <laughs> actually, you know, they were um, that motorcycle survivalist group. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were actually real bikers from mm-hmm. the gang, the Pagans Motorcycle oh, Club. Right. Yeah, a lot of the Pagans brought their own bikes. So all those really cool looking motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Those were all there. Oh, that wow. wasn't part of the movie. Those were the real owners of the bikes in the movie. That huh. was their that was their property. That's cool. Um, and this motorcycle wrangler was able to keep the pagans in line and keep them listening and following directions and instructions for what to do next. Huh. Yeah. Um, but excuse me. So these bikers sort of get wind that there's people at the mall via a uh, CB radio. I think it is right. 
they tried so. to get in touch with whoever's at the mall. Somehow they knew the frequency. Oh, mm. right. The, when the guys were moving the trucks? Yes. They had walkie-talkies. The walkie, right. So they were able to get in touch with the... They our, somewhat our, intercepted that, uh, that, that communication. Exactly. So they, they get in touch with our heroes and trying to, uh, it's like, hey, let us in. Right. You know, we're, we're, we're coming. Um, Peter smart enough not to answer even though Flyboy wants to answer them it's like hey maybe we could we could use the help cooler heads prevail there and peter's like don't say don't, mm-mm. their silence is doesn't matter because they're coming so <laughs> and they're bringing pies they're bringing pies <laughs> clown seltzer bottles so <laughs> they um they break into the mall and have a food fight and the zombies follow <laughs> they bust through the windows and the doors and um the zombies of course follow with them and then the weirdest thing happens <laughs> a fucking food fight breaks out <laughs> between these bikers and the zombies it's so out of place and it's hysterical it's out of place and absurd and i don't mind it because for some weird reason as out of place as it is it fits yeah yeah it does it works perfect it does it's so weird yeah you know so you have these big Tough bikers, including Tom Savani, who's known as Blade in the movie. Mm-hmm. And is in the remake. And he's in the remake as the sheriff who tells him to shoot them in the head and burn them. Just shoot him in the head. Just shoot him in the head and then you gotta burn him. Who's the coolest guy <laughs> in that movie also. And he's probably the coolest fucking guy in this movie too. Um, was in, He was one of the bikers. He was also the stuntman in the movie. Mm-hmm. He did the makeup in the movie. He would just, whatever you needed him to do, he was able to do. Yeah. Um, a jack of all trades. He wasn't a real stuntman, by the way. He just, oh. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> he didn't know. There, was, there were a few stunts that did not go as planned. Oh. He just kind of like jumping, like kind of like falling off the balcony. Yeah. He missed the cardboard uh, oh, God. thing and he fell and he hurt himself, of course. Um, there were a few things that um, didn't go as planned there, but they just kind of had to roll with it. Wow. Yeah. Tom Savani's fucking rules. Yeah. He yeah. seems pretty cool. Yeah. He's pretty badass. He makes, um, you know, he, does, he still does, he still works in the horror industry. He still does um, cameos here and there, of course, because everyone knows his face. Mm-hmm. And he works behind the scenes and prosthetics and whatnot. And actually created uh, the lead singer from Slipknot's new mask for the new album cycle. Oh, get out. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Tom's funny. Also, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was also in the uh, the Johnny Cash video, God's Gonna Cut You Down. He's one of the people in that video, too. Huh. Um, I've never even heard of that song. Oh. It's a good song. Huh. Iggy Pops in the video too, so get out. Yeah. It's like a minute, but that just makes it like amazing just in and of itself. So and Johnny Cash and Iggy Pop. Are you same, fucking yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Come, on. Come on now. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> the cool factor is just blind. And it's after Johnny Cash was dead. As you know, it was one of those posthumous albums. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't in the video. The video the video for God's Gonna Cut You Down is just all these musicians and celebrities singing like you know, um, lip syncing the words. Oh. And the video opens with Iggy Pop, like, clapping to the beat of the song. And then I think he's got a line, like, like Woody Harrelson's in it, Sheryl Crow, oh, Dennis okay. Hopper, Kanye. All kinds of... Every, you yeah. name it, everyone's fucking in it, you know, for a minute, for a minute, for, you know, two seconds. Right. But uh, I don't think any music video or this world probably uh, is ready for the cool factor of having Johnny Cash... And Iggy Pop alive in the same arena. It's just a blinding light. You, you can't. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so 
All these bikers are in the mall, running amok, having a great time, food bikes and pies. And why are they carrying those old school seltzer bottles like the clowns have at the circus? It's fucking crazy. And they're having a great time. They're just, you know, they're shooting the zombies in the face. Every now and again, the zombies get a little mouthy. And they, you know, they take a chunk out of, right. you know, out of a biker or two. You know, but generally they're having a good time. Stephen, Flyboy, decides he's had enough. Peter is urging just to let them do what they're going to do, and they'll leave. Mm-hmm. Don't do not do anything stupid. Well, Stephen does something stupid, and he goes out and he wants to defend his home and his property like a real American, <laughs> and it causes fucking problems. Of course. Like a real American. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, that was a good one. Yeah. So <laughs> that's when he starts going up into sniper position and starts trying to and picking off. The, the straggler zombies and bikers. Mm-hmm. Peter goes out to support his stupid friend's stupid decision. <laughs> sort of help him out. It leads to, you know, shootout and more chaos because it's causing more. Wait, are you talking about Peter and Roger? No. Peter and Flyboy. Roger's dead okay. at this point. Okay. The pilot that looks like House and Iggy Pop. Right. Peter goes to help him out, causing more chaos because now there's people shooting now at this point. There's bikers attacking zombies or keep coming in. More mm-hmm. people turning into zombies. It's, it, things are elevating pretty quick. Eventually, the bikers do leave. and But before they go, at, at a certain point, it doesn't really matter why. Flyboy is in an elevator shaft <laughs> trying to is, is either escape or attack more bikers. Right before the bikers leave, they go into the elevator and just start shooting up at the ceiling. Oh, there's a duct. Remember, they, yeah, they, they went through an air duct, right. which was just above the elevator. Right. There you go. So they like, remember, he went in, uh, I think Roger went to the Roger, hard. Uh, Steven. Roger's dead. No, th- I'm talking, this has happened before. Before he died, when they found the vent. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, Roger yeah, yeah, went yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. the store and found like all these tools. Yes. Um, you know, and of course he needed a Phillips. They always need a Phillips. Um, <laughs> never a flathead. It's always a Phillips. I always wonder what the point of having a flathead flat is anyway. Flatheads are fucking losers. <laughs> like, why do they even have them when you always need a Phillips? Anyway. Big um, flathead industry <laughs> trying to keep it alive. <laughs> point being, yeah, they take apart the uh, the grating on the vent yeah. uh, earlier in the movie. So it's just open at that point. That's why he climbs into the elevator right. so he can get into the air shaft. Right. So he's in the air shaft. He's in the top of the elevator, in, in the elevator shaft. Mm-hmm. A few bikers start shooting up at the ceiling inside the elevator. Laugh, run out. We find that a lot of some of these shots hit uh, poor Flyboy Steven. Yeah. And now he's bleeding profusely from the arm. Yep. And possibly the leg. While he's reeling in pain from that and trying to figure out his next move, a zombie's come and bite him. Mm-hmm. And that's it for fucking Steven. Right. And our celebrity couple, what is their name? Uh, fl- uh, fl- Francine and Steven. Flancine. Flancine is no more. Now it's back just to Francine. She's finally got rid of that loser. Now she doesn't have to feel bad about saying no to his stupid fucking proposal. And now she's free. Right. So as they're waiting, so Peter. She's free. Yeah, she's free. She and Peter. Well, now now that she, well, here's the, now here's where it happens. So she's back in the office because she's useless. So so she's there waiting. She's also pregnant. That's not an excuse. As a person who has been pregnant twice, no, that's an excuse. If you're smoking and drinking, and then you're like, well, I can't do that. I'm pregnant. It's because she's been smoking and drinking. Now she needs the help. You see? Okay. 
All right, you win. Cause okay. and effect. Fine. There. You win. She's too drunk. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she's she's too drunk and she doesn't have the lung capacity to run either <laughs> because she smokes. <laughs> so I get it. She's waiting. Peter comes back. They wait for Steven. Steven's not showing up. Now this is the part where it gets weird. Steven, zombie Steven, is walking through the mall and he goes to where the where they lived in that office apartment thing that they created for themselves and he starts he goes directly for that makeshift wall mm-hmm. and starts to break it down starts biting it you know it's almost as if he remembered where they were mm-hmm. you know which is weird because you don't see that in other zombie movies right like that memory of like a their former selves or yeah, whatever you do. Where? Absolutely. Oh, oh, God. Now you're going to ask me exactly which one. Um, off the top of my head, I can't. But mm-hmm. I, I I, definitely know of... Uh, I've, I've seen movies where it's like, you remember me. Come on, think about it. You know what I mean? But it, they, not, that, mm-hmm. not that it stops them. The zombie still goes in yeah, and rips course. their, yeah. their face off or whatever. Maybe in The Walking Dead it's happened. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I can remember, if you want to even consider it, Shaun of the Dead at the end. Oh right, right? yeah, when he's, he's his, playing he's got with him the, locked up in the face? shed. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, playing video games. I don't know if you want to consider that, but Zombie Flyboy, um, <laughs> he has a memory of where they are, and starts to go to them, and starts, you know, him and his zombie new zombie best friends break through the the wall, the fake wall, and here they come with Peter and pregnant Francine. Um, Prancine. Prancine. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Love it. So, Peter and Prancing. <laughs> so, Prancing, not Peter and Prancing, are, uh, are inundated with zombies. Peter says, go, you know, go up to the roof. You know, gives her an out. He'll stay back, fend off the zombies so she can make her escape. He fully, he's fully prepared to kill himself. He's got a gun. Fully prepared to kill it, shoot himself. Um, has second thoughts at the last minute. Hightails it up to the roof to see that Francine is just about to take off in the helicopter. He hops on just at the last minute and off they go. And Francine is a thing and they have very little fuel and off they go and fucking roll credits. <laughs> That's it. That's the movie. So. Well, you got to leave room for Dawn of the Dead too. Absolutely. I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging the ending. <laughs> now. What do you think happened at the end? Do you think they lived? Do you think they made it? Made it where? Anywhere. Do you think they? Okay, they were supposed. To, they were looking to go to Canada. Do you think made they made it, it to Canada? Uh, in a helicopter from Pennsylvania. That's a tough sell, but. Well, it depends. If they go over um, Western New York, mm-hmm. you know, they could hit Canada in a helicopter. Fuel a few though? times, yeah. Probably not. With someone who's never really flown the helicopter. Probably not. So you think they're pretty much doomed. That's it. They left the mall. They're not They're not long for this new world. No, the zombies are everywhere. Yeah. You can't escape them. There's nowhere to go. Hmm. So. Do you think Peter asked Francine to marry him? No. Hmm. I don't think Peter likes Francine at all. No. Well, she's a pregnant woman with someone that's who's a thing. kid. And, that, he, no. and he knows how to do abortions, right? Maybe she should really think about that. Though. Well, I'm just saying, like, he's obviously not all that into the uh the idea of her having a kid you think he knows how to do so. abortions because he hates children 
<laughs> Maybe it's because he hates women. He hates women. Uh, but, but the <laughs> or he hates children. Peter just has hate in his heart, which is why he knows how to perform abortions. Peter has survival in his heart. <laughs> and that's why he probably hates Francine. Francine. Mm. So You think he kicked her out? Be like, this is how you perform an abortion and kicked her out the helicopter? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's the only one that knows how to fly it. I think that's a bad idea. <laughs> she barely knows how to do that. Well, there you go. All the more reason to keep her around. <laughs> I had read that the original ending, which I don't know if it was filmed or planned or written. I don't know. But I had read that they kill themselves at the end. Peter, I think, jumps off the roof. Francine puts her head into the, the propellers of the uh, helicopter. Jesus. And it cuts her head in half. Ooh. Yeah. And this movie's pretty gory. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's a lot of headshots and whatnot. But it was something we didn't talk about, though, which was interesting, that they had the zombies themselves, there were a lot of generic zombies, right? Mm -hmm. The blue faces, regular clothes, whatever. But there were a few standouts. They had the famous, I know it's got a name, I don't know what it is, whatever. Zombie guy. A zombie guy, red, pla red plaid I, I don't know shirt if that's zombie his name guy. Either. <laughs> He's got a name. He's got a name. Um, we have the action figure. Yeah. I collect action figures, and they're in our living room. They're everywhere. Mm -hmm. But I have it. Um, it's it's the. It's I'm looking the, at him. Yeah, it's the, it's the famous Dawn of the Dead zombie guy. He's got a red, red flannel red shirt. shirt. He's half right. a face. You know, yeah. he's tall, skinny Bald, jeans. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's him. There's the Hari Krishna. Yeah. Zombie. We see him a few times. Yeah. Who kind of looks like he reminds me a lot of Millhouse. Oh my god, yeah, that's right? so true. He's got the blue, he's got the glasses, he's got that kind of bewildered look all the time every time you see him. Yeah. Right? And there's the 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 nun, there's the nun uh, zombie. Yeah, there's a zombie, there's a nun. The yeah. Nun zombie. She's in it like a split second here and oh. there, but it's but you know, there and we had to watch the credits and there were on the credits there was a list of lead zombies. Remember that? Mm -hmm. We were like, what the fuck is a lead zombie? Those the distinctive ones. I might have lead said zombies. lead zombie. Oh my god! What's a lead zombie? Oh my god! You know. Yo, it was late, man. Yeah, that movie's long as shit. For we were real. watching the Mandalorian. Yeah, we then... yeah we got all caught up on the Mandalorian, and Which then the greatest show ever. I forgot how long this movie was. So it was mm -hmm. about eleven thirty. We're like, oh, well. All right, we let's, we'll watch the movie no now. We got time. Mm -hmm. So we threw it on, and the movie's over two hours. I, I know I harp on it, but fuck. And the movie's kind of slow. It's a it's a zombie movie. Zombie movies are ten, tend to be fairly slow-paced. Yeah. Even though this movie starts out with chaos, like usually zombie movies, you know, they start out with some sort of calm. This one, you dive into it, and then it gets calm. Yeah. It's weirdly paced, actually. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. So it's a long movie. You know, we watched The Mandalorian, then we watched this. I had fucking pinwheel eyes at the end of it. I'm so not going to lie. So, okay. So, lead zombies. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I don't know what, I don't know what to say about that. Lead zombies. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> it's just an aside. Okay. <laughs> I like the idea, though. Lead zombies? Yeah. Would that be like if, could it be, would it be like a, a, a cover band? That performed Led Zeppelin songs in the style of White Zombie? <laughs> or vice versa? Would it be a Led Zeppelin cover band covering... No, a White Zombie covering band covering White Zombie, so, white zombie songs in the style of Led Zeppelin? Can you, you can't do White Zombie songs in the style of Led Zeppelin. That doesn't How do you work. know? You know what? I don't know. Right. This is so what I'm saying. I'm going to shut my this mouth. This is why I'd like to hear it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So again, those ideas before about the uh, the movies and the Christina's comic book idea, <laughs> and now about this music idea. Somebody with more time, talent, <laughs> and uh, with the other thing that we said. Probably uh, money. Money that works. Knowing uh, people go do it. helps. And then let us know, and then we'll talk about it. Yeah. And we'll listen to it and judge it harshly. <laughs> yes. That's what we do. Do you think this movie lives up to its reputation as being this classic horror movie? I don't know. <laughs> You're kind of looking down at your toes, kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> Again, you know, I'm looking at it from a 2020 perspective. And right. when I say 2020, I mean um, the year, yeah. not hindsight. Right. Hindsight. Sorry. It's getting late. Yeah. You know, this is like roughly 50 years old. For what it was, it it's cool, you know. It's it's a it's a nice soft, you know, you could kind of fall asleep to it movie. Yeah. You know, as far as it being scary or gory, I mean, I, I looked at the makeup and I laughed. I I mean, most of the zombies were laughable. Most yeah. of the okay. the things happening like the rooms that they're in. The um I remember the way that they showed the zombies eating people, like like biting them. Yeah. Often, it was always between the shoulder and the clavicle, of course, right? Yeah. And when they bit into them, it looked like they were biting into cake. <laughs> it was amazing. I'm like, oh, that looks like fondant and cake. Like it looked delicious. <laughs> it's like no wonder they're eating people. Everyone's made of cake. <laughs> so <laughs> when you. When you think about it, you know, the special effects were obviously to today's standards, you know, <laughs> It's hard not to compare. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it. I just, I ended up like laughing a lot of the time, you know, but like, there were definitely times that I felt that it was like uncomfortable. Mm. You know what I mean? You know, like, you know, they showed the zombies like eating people, like their guts coming out and sure, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, in these days, of course, the special effects are a lot better. When you see intestines, they look like intestines. Sure. In that movie, they look like um, like a soup and candy and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like licorice, they were like biting off yeah. almost, you know. Um, so, you know, that kind of takes you out of it a little bit, mm. I suppose. Um, it could just be what I'm used to. But is it a classic? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think it deserves that title. Yeah, I think it deserves the title of being a classic, for sure. Not scary. Obviously no. not scary at this point, but do um, did you like it, it? It deserves respect. Okay. Do you, do you like it? Not did you. I mean, still there if you did or didn't, but... Yeah. Yeah? I did. I did like it. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I, I liked it a lot. I liked it, and I do think it does still deserve that classic status, you know, um, despite what I said before, I mean, there's, it's a movie, it's entertaining, you know what I mean? And it has its place without being too pretentious and precious about it. I love the word precious. It's fantastic. I'm going to use it more. <laughs> um, Did you just come up with that? No. No, it's a thing. It's a thing. I thought I'd pull that one out. So yeah, I think it's it's deserving of, and it has its place as a classic. Is it like a fucking five-star movie? No, mm. it's not. Sorry. Mm. But it's it's fun. It's fun. It's a slow, fun movie, you know. Every now and again, it'd be fun to pop in. Yeah. But it's definitely, it has its place. I think after you see it once, I'm like, I got it. You're good. It's not, I don't think it holds up to multiple viewing. No. And I think if you look at it in terms of being a satire and not a horror movie, Mm -hmm. it probably gets a lot better. A lot less scary. Yeah. I suppose. Because if you're just focusing on the zombie element and how scared you're going to be when you see the zombie, that makes it more scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? But when you look at it as a social commentary... 
which still I don't agree with. I just, I don't see it when I okay. watch the movie. Even when they have the little montage about, you know, I think it's just them blowing off steam. Okay. Finding some kind of a normalcy in a very not normal uh, mm. situation. Yeah. I, you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue for it. You know what I mean? I mean against it. Against it. Whatever. <laughs> it's late. I'm tired. Christina's tired. Yeah. I think it's time to sign so off. So I think we're going to sign off here. Mm-hmm. So. You can follow us on all those social media places, Instagram and Twitter, mm-hmm. with the same name, Watching Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can email us suggestions, questions, comments, concerns, or tell us to stop at Watching Horror Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Watching Horror Podcast. That's the that's the Twitter and the Watch in Horror Podcast. Yeah, that's the Twitter and Any Instagram. underscores or anything? No, I don't think so. Just Watch in Horror Podcast. Yeah. It's long. Well, well. We should put an underscore in there. No. Okay. That makes it longer. Just by a character. Yeah. Breaks the name up a little. <laughs> so you can read it. Anyway. No, you know what? Hold on. I have it written down here. Hold on here. No, no underscore there. It's, no. No underscore there. No. So it's Watching Horror Podcast. Yeah. Okay. You think I should probably know that? Yeah. Watching Horror Podcast. Twitter. <laughs> Instagram. No Facebook. Fuck, fuck Facebook. That's it. All right. Until well, you then, know that Instagram's uh, owned by Facebook, right? Yeah. But I'm not with the parent company. You know mm, what I mean? Mm. I like you're, to, you're down with the Pixar, not the Disney. This is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really like Instagram that much either. I know. Sometimes you gotta play the game. So, on that <laughs> note, I'm tired. Christina's tired. Yes. We're going to bed. Yes. Night, y'all. Night. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. <laughs>